I'm Ashley Baxter, the founder of With Jack. And after so many years helping freelancers stay in business, I'm no stranger to the kinds of problems you face. But freelancing doesn't mean having to face these problems alone. In a lot of these situations, there is help available. I'd like to share these stories with you so that you can be a confident freelancer. We've had quite a few claims uh, submitted recently and I'm not talking about cracked camera lenses or waterlogged laptops. We're talking about the more serious situations where client relationships have broken down and the situation reaches a point where it may escalate. With these situations, I've seen similar patterns cropping up over and over again. I've noticed that a lot of freelancers don't have the confidence to handle these situations in the correct way. And that's kind of what's prompted me to record this episode. I've mentioned it plenty of times before, but most of our claims are rarely to do with the freelancer making a mistake in their work. So whilst there is cover with the professional indemnity policy, if you do make a mistake and the client tries to recover compensation from you, that actually makes up a tiny percentage of the situations that we see. Most of the time, the freelancer has done good work. They've completed or were making progress with their work to the best of their ability. But where things go wrong tends to be on the client relationship side. A difficult client relationship can be down to poor project management causing friction where the client feels like they haven't got what they wanted when they wanted it. And again, this isn't necessarily the freelancer's fault. Uh, Yes, we do see some situations where the freelancer hasn't done themselves any favours in terms of maybe overestimating the workload or working without a contract to give the project structure. But we see poor project management on the client side too. We've seen clients hire freelancers for projects with no deadline, yet become threatening because they deem the project to be overdue. But to whose standards? This invisible deadline that the freelancer didn't know about? Or we've seen clients dramatically change the scope of work midway through a project and react badly when the freelancer needs more time and money to complete the work. Or a difficult client relationship can just be down to a bad Apple client who, irrespective of the work you do and how good you are at your job, they're the type of person who's always going to be difficult to please. These situations are the ones that tend to cause problems for the freelancer. And with that in mind, I want to record this episode, which is a little different to what we usually do on Unsure Insure, because I just want to talk about the importance of being a confident freelancer. I want to be your biggest cheerleader and help you handle these situations properly. I want to remind you that you deserve to be treated with respect, that you are allowed to have work boundaries. You bring value to the project. You shouldn't have to discount your services or work overtime or put yourself under significant stress to keep a client happy. One of the most important aspects of healthy client relationships and an overall fulfilling freelance career is to learn how to set and stick to boundaries. There are, of course, some practical things that you can do to set boundaries within your business. Number one, and I think you know what I'm going to say here, 
always work with a contract. This removes any ambiguity around what's expected of both parties. And if problems do arise, the contract can be referred to to diffuse the situation. Number two, always have a statement of work or a project scope. Basically, something showing exactly what the client gets, what it costs, and if the client starts to ask for features outside of the ones detailed in the scope, they'll have to revise budgets and timescales. Number three, have set hours that you're available. Clients know that if they call you at 10pm on a Friday night, you're not answering. You do not want to set a precedent of being available 24-7. Guess what? You do not exist solely to serve this client. You have a life. You also have other clients, which is why you have to manage your time effectively. So that is somewhat the easy part. The testing part is how you react when clients try to take advantage of you. And this can be done in a variety of ways. It might even feel subtle and not hugely destructive to begin with. So the common things are clients asking you to work more hours but without more pay or imposing difficult deadlines on you, um, expecting you to be at their beck and call. We've actually done a whole episode on Client Red Flags, episode number 25. So any of the behaviours in that episode are problematic. Here's where being a confident freelancer comes in. The way you respond to these situations is important because it can be the difference between a smooth project that ends harmoniously and one you regret taking on. If you don't set boundaries and instead you agree to build extra features for free or eagerly overwork to meet impossible deadlines, you're teaching the client that it's okay to undervalue you. But here's the thing, if you do that, certain clients will continue undervaluing you, pushing you closer to burnout and putting you under pressure. And that's where we see a lot of client relationships start to break down, causing friction that leads to the messy situations that insurance can often step in and help with. Why do some freelancers struggle with setting and sticking to boundaries? Well, inexperience aside, because some of it is just down to not being hugely experienced, some freelancers respond in this way because they don't want to deal with conflict and feel uncomfortable telling a client no. But your client isn't a friend. They're not a family member. This, you have to remember, this is a professional arrangement that has to make sense for both of you. I'm going to repeat that. This is a professional arrangement that has to make sense for both of you. Or as has been more often the case recently, there's a fear of losing a client, especially in this climate. So freelancers are willing to overstretch themselves to accommodate their client. But that's a recipe for disaster. It genuinely upsets me when I see freelancers so willing to undervalue their work or time And it does seem to be a common pattern with the situations that we see it with Jack. Now let's take a recent situation that we've seen crop up quite a lot of. A client isn't happy with either the work you've done or the timescale you've completed it to. And again, I mentioned earlier, this isn't always the freelancer's fault. Sometimes the client isn't clear about deadlines or they change the scope. And instead of working towards a solution with the freelancer, they simply put an abrupt end to the project and ask for their money back. Now, your insurance doesn't cover refunds. That's very important to highlight. Refunds are not covered. However, 
being insured should give you the confidence to stand your ground with clients who try to mistreat you or extract more from you than has been agreed. You should be able to firmly say, I don't believe you're entitled to a refund because I've done the work. And, you know, provide a breakdown of what they asked you to do. Show what you have done. And better yet, refer to your contract and statement of work to show you've been doing what's asked of you. You've done the work. You deserve to be compensated. If you stand firm and the client doesn't back down and they do take things that little bit further with a threat of potential legal action, that's when your professional indemnity policy is triggered. So you have help, legal help, to navigate that situation if it happens. But in my experience, most of the time when you stand firm and and know your worth, the client does back down. If, on the other hand, you decide you don't have the confidence to deal with the conflict and you give the client what they're asking for, you've lost out on money that you've rightfully earned. So not only do you have the mental stress from dealing with the situation, but now a financial stress too for all of the hours that you've worked and not been compensated for, all because you didn't feel like you could stand your ground and say, I've done the work, I've adhered to the terms in the contract, I do not believe a refund is due. I think it does go without saying that on the flip side, if you haven't done the work or you know that you haven't met the client's needs, then there does need to be some give and take. But if your client is simply trying to take advantage of you, you should be able to stand firm and confidently show what you've done and why you deserve to be paid. I've often said that the practical element of insurance is getting affordable legal help should you need it. But it's really the aspirational element of being insured that most freelancers benefit from and certainly comes into play here because insurance should give you the confidence to stand firm with clients who are trying to take advantage of you, knowing that if they do push things that little bit further, you have the help to get you through it. So, to recap, be a confident freelancer. <laughs> 